Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Well, good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Lots to talk about. No doubt, of course, uh, Ukraine will be uh, taking the lead today. Of course, still a lot of pressure on the Prime Minister over Nadim Sahawi and his tax affairs. That trans rape history ain't going away. I know, I know Nicholas Sturgeon would love it to go away, but it isn't. The thing she says never happens is happening all the time. So we're going to be talking about that. Cost of living, of course, as well. Oh, yeah, and Matt Hancock being harassed on his journey uh, on the tube in London uh, yesterday. A man has actually been arrested on assault charges. Um, but um, a lot of people really seem to think it's perfectly OK for people to be haranguing uh, uh, politicians uh, in public spaces. Should they be? Well, we'll talk about that as well. And joining me for all the chat this morning, I'd like to say it's Conservative commentator Benedict Spence. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, let's talk about tanks. Um We've all had to become experts on, on tanks, haven't we? The US uh, announced that yesterday, well, last night, they were going to be sending 31 M1 Abrams, to Abrams tanks. We've already known about the Bradley armoured vehicles as well. Germany announced, again, after much soul-searching um, <clears throat> and provocation, <throat> uh, 14 Leopard 2 tanks will be sent. But crucially also, they are going to allow export licences for other, other European countries, not just Eastern Europe, uh, Spain, Denmark, many other countries who bought those tanks or Lease them from Germany to be allowed mm. to send those over to Ukraine, so that could lead some hundred extra tanks going. UK already had promised fourteen Challenger two tanks. Um, given that President Zelensky basically been asking for these since word go, mm. uh, and we're eleven months into this war, given that <clears throat> these probably won't arrive until you know, three, four, five, six months, people need to be trained. The supply chains for these is huge, um, and now we've already got President Zelensky saying. Right. And about those long range missiles and the fighter jets we've been asking for since uh, last February as well. Um, Is this too little too late? Is this a game changer? Is it a step change? Does this escalate the war? What do you you make of it all? I don't think it actually changes very much at all. I think that the state on the ground is uh, pretty much a stalemate at the moment, although we will see probably a very large Russian surge uh, in the spring. Uh, the deployment of these tanks, if they get there in time, might help to check that. But I don't think it's necessarily going to help Ukraine to win back great swathes of territory. It'll be bit by bit. And you, the way to think about it now, sadly, is a bit more like the Western Front in the First World War than it is anything like the Second World War or anything uh, comparably recent. A um, hundred tanks 
as as the Russians themselves have experienced, can disappear very quickly. Is the problem even if they are challengers, dragged away by farmers and their well, tractors? Even if they are challengers and Abrams, which are very good tanks or yeah. leopard tanks, they are very good, but they can still be hit by drones very easily. They are susceptible to missile fire, and this is the thing they want the long range. I thought, range they, missiles well, I, thought now. What, I mean, certainly think I know the Bradley armored vehicles apparently really aren't. They're virtually indestructible. But isn't one of the issues? I mean, the Russians have got tanks which are and the tanks that the Ukrainian army were using. I mean, largely mm. their their tanks now are just basically you know, they've managed to capture various. Russian mm. tanks paint the blue yellow flag on they're done yeah. and they know how to work them they've got the spare parts etc mm. but actually some of the new tanks that uh, well new new old tanks that Russia is planning to deploy mm. um, are pretty hopeless and I think it was even during one demonstration one that they were out for um, the Red Square um, uh, you know the the big sort of pro, you know military parade, yeah. and on its very first outing, one broke down. I mean, <laughs> you know, someone got sent to a gulag for a very long time for that. Um, but the crucial thing, as we've seen from word go in this war, has been about supply and logistics. This old old line that um, an army marches on its stomach. Your ability mm. to feed your troops, to provide fuel for and spare parts and maintenance, and you need a lot of maintenance for these the, the, these vehicles. You They're do. not just big chunks of metal. No, they are incredibly high-tech um, machines. It's it's one of the things about sort of Western armaments is that as they get more developed and they get more sophisticated, they do get more complex, they get more expensive. And actually, there are more ways for them to break down, yeah. as anybody who's ever sort of dealt with a software issue. Yeah. Uh, people would be surprised at just how much um, computing goes into building tanks, let alone aircraft, which are only kept in the air by the vast yeah. array of computer yeah. banks. And, that and that's there. the crucial thing in a war zone. I mean, where mm. we've seen, you know, the Elon Musk's are... Uh, satellites and things that are actually mm. making it possible to have communication and things. But but the, but in terms of supply lines, we know that the reason why Russia was not able to seize Kiev was because mm. their supply lines were, were broken by the Ukrainians. There's been some incredibly clever, um, you know, just tactical yeah. action on, on attacking those supply lines. But again, when you look at, for instance, like the, the M1 Abrams tanks from the United States, which are you know apparently just utterly brilliant and amazing, but. They very complicated, <laughs> very heavy. They're slower than some of the, the yeah. Leopard 2 tanks. But also, crucially, I, mean, I was fascinated to read this video. They, they run on jet fuel. And when you, and when, no, so you, you know, you're driving, fly along, don't you're they? driving through <laughs> eastern Ukraine and you're, you're just stopping at a petrol fuel. station. Oh, good. There's a jet fuel uh, you know, power pump. That, that's it's the sort of the thing case. you probably can find on the black market in Russia, certainly. But I mean, the thing actually that uh, the US and NATO should remember is what is part of the reason why the Soviet Union was able to overcome the Nazis in the Second World War. The Nazis had these fantastic high uh, sophisticated tanks and the Soviets just made more tanks that was you know the, the, the Americans out you know they just swarmed the Japanese by out producing them actually numbers will subdue well, high tech un- stuff well understood yeah un- un- interestingly the, one of the key things about these Leopard 2 tanks is mm. uh, they're, they're, they are a sophisticated machinery but they are simpler they're easier to train yeah. on they're made here in Europe yeah. easier to transport they can get there quicker mm. uh, they're very very fast they're, 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 they're lighter better for the terrain um, and so these are the tanks that everyone's been crying out for and we know an awful lot of Western countries are willing to give them that. Leaving mm. aside that military aspect, whether it's a game changer or not, we're going to be talking to uh, former Chief of Defence Staff at Lord Dannett later in the show. I think he'll have a few ideas on mm. that. Um, the, the concern, particularly from Germany, I mean, and, and Germany basically holding the reins and stopping because they're the manufacturer of these tanks, yeah. stopping other countries from exporting them because the export licence bans them from sending them elsewhere. Germany has been angst-ridden and, you know, and just wringing its hands um, 
for quite a long time of this war. I mean, all they sent for a while was just some helmets. I mean, gee, thanks to help, you know, our, our, our allies in helmets. Ukraine. Very good, very well made and very efficient helmets. <laughs> the best helmets, uh, yeah. But yes, you know, um, but, but not much use really mm. in the big scheme of things. Um, everyone's saying, look, it's been very difficult for them because the hangover of Nazism and the, and the Second World War and this urge not to be militaristic and, mm. and the protection. But actually, it's not just, I and mean, there is that issue. You know, I lived in Germany. I know that that is what a lot of certainly younger people feel. Yeah. But but also actually they're 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 afraid. They're afraid of Russia. They haven't got a lot. You know, there is no major physical obstacle between you know Poland, other than Poland, yeah, yeah. between Germany and well, Russia. East, you haven't East. got you know they haven't got terrain that they you know. But mm. also crucially, um, you know they're still being reliant on Russian gas. They don't want Russia to hold hold things against Germany. They want to just quietly play a little Switzerland type role, really, well, and come yeah. out of this without too much damage. That is. That is weak and cowardly and lily-livered, is it not? It is, especially given that part of the sort of the mental hangover comes from the fact that half of Germany was occupied effectively by the Russians for a very long time. Yeah. The, uh, East Germany was a product of the uh, of the political system that came from that. Uh, East Prussia is still occupied by by Russia. You know, Kaliningrad is Königsberg. Um, I until love about, that he knows these things. Well, I mean, and until very recently, it was a German-speaking part of the world, and now it's full of Russians because they were all expelled, and there's still a lot of mental hangover over the, the, the atrocities that were committed against those people yeah. as well. Um, you can understand why Germany, which has set it up in the post-war period as this great sort of diplomatic soft power, uh, wants to see a different way of changing things. But if you are going to position yourself at the centre of this superstate, which the EU is, that comes with some responsibilities. It's a similar exactly. situation with China. The amount of sort of business investments that German companies have in China. So Germany is very wary about upsetting China too much. And there does come a point where the, you know, the warmongers in Britain and the United yeah. States have to say, well, are you a major power or aren't you? Well, now, now, this is it. This is the key thing. Because, again, they've also had this massive economic benefit. From okay, yeah. we get their cheap Russian gas. Oh well, how's that working out for you? And by the way, you know, what are the reasons why we are sitting in cold homes at the moment? We're going to be talking later on about ambulance staff saying basically mm. we're taking people into hospital because their homes are so cold they're getting sick. Mm. Um, reason is because we can't afford energy at a decent price. Why not? Well, we weren't relying on Russian energy. It was only about what three percent of our of our gas coming from Russia because we were a little a little bit saner than Germany, not much, but a little bit saner. But because Germany can't get their gas from Russia, we are now competing with Germany and other European. European nations reliant on Russian gas and that for liquid liquid natural gas and and therefore we are having to pay higher prices mm. so it's kind of Germany is one of the reasons why we're in this economic mm. mess that we're in but also and I don't agree with Donald Trump on many things but he was 100% right on this all these NATO countries that were not paying their full way and, yeah. and neither were we to be fair yeah. as well expecting American taxpayers to fund their security Germany has had a wonderful booming economy living off the you know the euro the, the you know the, the value of the euro which has messed up all the southern European yeah. economies um, and not spending very much on Defense, claiming always oh, because we're not militaristic, but but expect no doubt expecting us to mm. provide weaponry if they were invaded, and the Americans. I think I just don't, I think Germany is a busted flush right now. I think this is not lost on a lot of countries in Eastern Europe that joined the European Union expecting something and got something very different. I yeah. mean, you can see that reflected in the attitude of Poland, which is yeah. uh, which is, you know it, it, I think Poland is basically taking the stance of if you're not going to lead Europe, well that's fine. You know we were happy to sort of let that be so that we weren't in. 
Russia's orbit. But we can't stand here as the next frontier country yep. and go, you guys do you. Does, We're going to send Does weapons. anyone seriously believe, OK, Ukraine's not in NATO, they're very likely to be very soon. Um, does anyone seriously believe that the Germans would, you know, you can be 100% confident the Germans will come to the aid of the Baltic states, Latvia, Estonia and, and Lithuania. None of those countries believe it. No, exactly. None of those countries believe it. Exactly. <laughs> um, there's so much more to talk about. We're going to talk about Nadine Sahawi and his taxes. It was the Prime Minister right to keep him go, keep him there. Uh, question marks about Dominic Raab, the Deputy Prime Minister. 24 separate civil servants apparently have lodged complaints about him bullying them. Uh, and of course that trans rapist story. Extraordinary revelation from his wife. His, yeah, because he's a man. He's a man. No gender recognition certificate. Um, his wife says it's all a sham. Uh, and that he's only claimed to be a trans woman uh, because he was charged with rape. <laughs> I, I know. I'm as shocked as you are. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.